Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Redefine Your Life. Today, we have a special friend of mine joining us to talk about energy and auras and some experiences that we've had, and I'm just so excited to have her here. Thank you so much, Julia. It's really a pleasure to be on your show this evening. My name's Amina, a golden air body. I'm a psychic medium. I went to school at St. Bonaventure University, and now I'm living in Niagara Falls. I still am doing readings. I'm kind of following my grandmother's legacy and helping people and um, it's, it's really been a beautiful journey of growth and connection with myself and in a different way with my grandmother too. I'd like to talk about energy first. Okay. Energy is all around us and it is something that is a part of our everyday life. It is what creates the moods that we are in. It creates the thoughts that we find ourselves thinking about. The energy that's around us helps define who we are on a daily level. Mm -hmm. And along with that, you as a human being resonate in energy. Mm. That energy comes out and is called an aura. You have seven layers. The first layer is called the etheric double. And now that's the layer that's the most easy for people to see. If you focus on anything that's living, it could be a tree, it could be a pet, it could be a family member or a loved one. If you just kind of unfocus your eyes and you look at them, and you see a little bit of a kind of grayish or white fuzz kind of a glowing around them. That's the first layer of the aura. Mm. And that takes practice to see, mm-hmm. let alone the seven other layers. So imagine being close to people, close in proximity. You're sharing that energy. You're sh- blending those layers together mm-hmm. because we each have those layers. And they come t- out about six feet from our body. Mm-hmm you know, each layer. And each layer has a different meaning Mm. um, and different uh, glow to Mm. it. Um, And each layer has colors and those Mm. colors have meanings. Mm. But ultimately, energy is a really beautiful thing if cultivated. Mm. And I think that the energy this evening is really beautiful. I feel so good about it. I'm so happy mm. to be sharing your aura mm. and um, a blending with you makes me feel very happy to be on your show and to share mm. my experiences with these things. Oh, yes. Welcome. 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 That's so beautiful. I love that. I had text. We talk about alignment and, you know, other people talk about them like they're coincidences mm-hmm. and people write stuff off as, you know, which I don't like to weigh too heavily into when things go into alignment. It's not about weighing anything. It's just about noticing, mm-hmm. you know, it's literally Absolutely. like, oh, wow, look at that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like, taking the moment to think about Mm -hmm. why like it's interesting that I just 
past a sign to go to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about going to the woods and maybe I should go to Wisconsin. <laughs> like, obviously I'm not going to be like, I have to go find a plane ticket to Wisconsin, but I'm going to be like, that's interesting. And then if later I like just keep seeing these same things like popping up here, popping up here, popping up here. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not looking for them, exactly. but I'm, but I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm not looking right. for anything, but what's in it's my important. vision it's so important right to be if we have vision why would we detail. obstruct some of it you know we should be exactly. as things that consume in a form of you know listening mm-hmm. seeing smells like mm-hmm. all of those the food that we consume like mm-hmm. we are creatures of consumption mm-hmm. which is like of course we consume energy as well but like we are creatures of consumption and yeah you know we we're organisms and we're, you know, maybe way more complicated or Mm -hmm. overcomplicated than we need to be sometimes. But Mm -hmm. for the most part, right. We, we do absorb energy, mm -hmm. especially even the clothes that you subconsciously pick out of a drawer full of pants and shirts and dresses, the colors that you choose have an effect on your energy, have an effect on your aura, have an effect Mm -hmm. on your mood. Mm. Every color has a meaning, and that meaning really reflects your subconscious thoughts, mm. how you're feeling. You know, for example, what we're wearing today, we're wearing yeah. pink and red mix, right? Mm-hmm. Like pink means comfortable. Mm-hmm. A red like is a kind of like energy. Yeah. Purple is like a spiritual kind of energy. And then black is kind of a neutral um absorption color if you think about how black absorbs the sun Mm -hmm. it absorbs energy if you wear it too much it starts to affect you negatively so you know if you wear black too much it's not necessarily great Mm -hmm. but black is a very very healthy color to wear it helps you protect your energy Mm -hmm. it helps you absorb positive energy and um gray is very similar to that Mm -hmm. it's kind of a balance too Mm -hmm because it's a mixture of black and white. So like it's so it's so beautiful to be able to read that and then to read the auras and to read the energy that you subconsciously created mm-hmm. that you are just emanating mm-hmm. without even realizing it. Yeah. There was an experiment they did at a prison mm-hmm. and they made all of the inmates wear pink jumpsuits. They changed all the colors of the inmates, the men, mm-hmm. all men wearing pink jumpsuits as an experiment. And it calmed them. It calmed them down. Mm. It's a common color. It's a neutral color. It's like, you know, and honestly, this was just the first thing on top mm-hmm. this morning, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But um, energies are a really powerful, powerful thing. And mm-hmm. a transfer of energy and a share of energy is such a really beautiful exchange mm-hmm. and what I love what you said about cultivating yes. that makes me think of like anything that you do with someone even like things like sports mm-hmm. is a cultivation of energy um musicals, plays like 100 percent anything performance which I guess sports mm-hmm. you know falls under performance mm-hmm. but it could even just because be if you the think conversation about it, that you're having exactly with someone, how right? close you like, become with those people. Mm-hmm. And if you think about what's going on today with the coronavirus, everyone needing to be six feet apart, mm-hmm. it's really hard for people's energies to blend anymore mm-hmm. on a random basis. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone is very um, 
much avoiding being in close proximity. We're slowly coming out of that, um, at least trying to some of the population, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, it's crazy to ask someone to be six feet away from another at all times because we as human beings emit this energy that is meant to be shared Mm -hmm. it's literally coming off of us yeah (laughs) it radiates off of us it radiates off of us Uh, it might not be physically tangible but Mm -hmm. you know and that's why too when that's when your intuition kicks in i mean we can measure that Mm -hmm. human beings radiate heat can we measure that they is that a tangible well that heat watch that's energy heat is energy Mm mm-hmm Heat is energy. I'm going to say it again because I do spiritual healing. Mm -hmm. I do energy healing. Me too, girl. All of the work that I do is through (laughs) energy. I use psychometry, which is reading the the tarot cards Mm. for the to potentially see the past, present, and future. Mm -hmm. But I do psychometry. I hold on to an object and get their energy off of that. That helps me connect with them and what they've gone through. I ask them for a personal object, something they've had on a a ring, um, a necklace. I've used keys and phones. So energy is such an important part of our daily life. And I I think it's not talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. People think it's like made up and that because you can't measure it in the scientific ways that we normally Mm -hmm. do that it can't be manipulated Mm -hmm. or predicted Mm -hmm. or you know tampered with in any way Mm -hmm. and you know I love um like neuroscience I've been trying I've not actually really been seeking it out it just kind of seems the podcast episodes I've been listening to a lot recently have had to do with neuroscience Mm -hmm. and like the way that stress like physiologically affects your Mm -hmm. body and how our mindset around certain things can cause actual blockages like from our bodies like from the mind connection to the body and in energy healing I feel a lot of that works because it's like your body's defense mechanism is to physically keep it out it can't keep away Mm -hmm. the energy which is proven by our brains right Mm -hmm. because our brain's energy can tamper with that Mm -hmm. so anything outside of our body that's also energy Mm -hmm. can affect Mm -hmm. our physical bodies Mm -hmm. And, you know, like right now, I feel how warm my hands mm-hmm. are. I am always warm. The Reiki See? energy, oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> Beautiful. See, this is why, if you guys could see what we're doing right now, we're holding the energy in our hands together. See, if you would like to see stuff like this, if you would like us to record visual, visual visuals, for the podcast stuff too you should comment and let us know that yes absolutely <laughs> maybe it soon will be coming what do you know about rings on certain fingers and the energy that that creates or tampers with i just know when no i was trained in reiki finger. um no ring on your middle finger mm-hmm. when i was trained in reiki they um my practitioner always encouraged us to practice with no jewelry on our hands or our mm-hmm, wrists mm-hmm. to not interfere with the connection mm-hmm. of you being with with the channel yeah. and your clients and bracelets sure. can move sometimes too right. you wouldn't want something to like 
like make a noise to startle mm-hmm. someone or mm-hmm. distracting or definitely things like that. You know? Yeah, on an official like if I were doing an energy healing or an energy scan or mm-hmm. um, um, even uh, kind of what my grandma used to call a health screening. Mm-hmm. She's not a doctor, and neither am I. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, in one of the auras is is the health layer mm-hmm. and when you can see a difference in a color your your aura is supposed to look all the same in theory if you are good and healthy that layer will all look one color mm-hmm. if there is a problem say you have a headache mm. that layer may have a grayish tint around your head okay mm-hmm. so when i remember my grandma having clients I I gotta tell you the story Mm. she used to take some clients from all over the world she was an international psychic Mm. and um god rest her soul she helped so many people she would write down a word out of nowhere out of thin air and she said I don't know what this is take this to your doctor see what he has to say And she was known and reputable by word of mouth mm-hmm. because it really never comes from anyone. Yeah. It comes from a greater power. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel this is my personal belief and please add or mm-hmm. talk about yours, but the, the more I contemplate and think about and maybe this is just because I've had time to really sit with what Mm -hmm. I believe and ask myself tough questions Mm -hmm. you know when we think about our creation and Mm -hmm. stuff like that you have tough questions to ask yourself and come to a resolution Mm -hmm. at least moment to moment I feel like it's subject to change but I feel like we don't have a God separate from us I feel like we are all a collective part Mm -hmm. of the universal life force energy and we are all physical versions of one i feel like power the god that i was raised with is omnipotent Mm -hmm. and is present in everything is Mm -hmm. present in love and happiness and sadness is present Mm -hmm. in family and home and life and work Mm -hmm. god is in everything around us he's in the wind and the sun and the sky and the stars Mm -hmm. he is in everything and being a psychic medium i was always taught that if i was given a gift and i did nothing with it Mm -hmm. i do not want to face god on judgment day Mm -hmm. knowing that i've squandered what he gave me they they <laughs> sorry what they gave me mm-hmm. god doesn't have gender in my mind i agree i, I don't agree. mean i just in the mean quran, because i know actually, we're all politically a little yeah bit biased, no 100 in the quran he is refer- <laughs> god is referenced allah is referenced in arabic as the royal we Mm. which has no gender in Arabic. Mm. It doesn't take a female or masculine gender because there is female gender and masculine gender in all words, like Mm. car or TV Mm -hmm. or table. And those words have either masculine or feminine gender assigned to them Mm -hmm. automatically. Mm -hmm. But 
in the Quran, God, Allah, is referenced as the royal they. Mm. He has no gender. It's really beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I have a minor in Arabic and Islamic studies through St. Bonaventure. And I learned so much about my own religion that I didn't even know about. Yeah. And I was raised in it. Wow. You know, like any Muslim, like any Christian, nobody's perfect in their religion. Oh you gosh, know, yeah. when people say, do you pray five times a day? When people say, do you, you know, um, I don't know what else is crazy. <laughs> There's so many misconceptions, but it's like, you know, do you follow all the Ten Commandments? Do you, you know, uh, <laughs> the list could go on and on and on and the, the bottom line is nobody anything. is perfect and mm-hmm. everyone is doing the best that they can and as long as you do that as long as your intention is there the intention is what matters most because nobody knows what's in your heart better than them yeah better than god yeah and yourself and that's and yourself. truly the only the only two mm-hmm. or beings that do know and i think even being that we can prove our intentions, I think, sometimes, too, uh, with our actions. Mm-hmm. So in just being, just being yourself, yeah. we can prove our intentions and what definitely. we're trying to do with our lives and stuff like yeah. that. And I think it's really hard. It's it's definitely a more common feeling now than ever to live in a world where you work for something that you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. And because our world revolves around money, unfortunately, and money meaning stability when you live in mm-hmm. america and stuff like that and anywhere you know, really yeah really i think that's true for anywhere i agree with that and what life can be so simple down to be just surviving mm-hmm. and as human beings we have the opportunity to thrive and yeah, yeah a lot of our humans living in this world right now do not have an equal playing ground in mm-hmm. their opportunities mm-hmm. to thrive. It's sad. But we're all here trying to survive. And I think that's something we share in common. Definitely. Everybody in the entire world. Mm-hmm. All trying to survive. We can all agree that we deserve to live. Then I think that we should all be able to live here peacefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. You know, it's like. Yeah, you know, boils down to and you know which, what everybody believes. Yeah, and it's like this time of year, I feel yeah. really, I feel really blessed. I know it's a happy time of year. You know, we're sitting around Christmas lights. Is and, it a happy time of year? I feel like the world's divided right now. I feel like it's. it's I think happy, it's but trying it's not. to. It's trying to be happy, and okay, we're coming okay. into the new year. Yeah, you know, um, and whatever direction it may turn. Mm-hmm. All we can do is hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Mm. You know, so we're prepared in case the worst happens, but mm-hmm. you do you just hope for the best, and usually the the best is the best. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're willing to accept it, however it is. Yeah, <laughs> I've been working a lot with myself on attachment, mm. and not in the sense of like attachment to like material things necessarily. It's actually more about the attachment of what it is we expect to gain out of life Mm -hmm. and what it is we expect life to look like in Mm -hmm. certain phases. You know, we're sitting here at your whatever age, you're in your twenties and you're like, okay, this is what I could be 
looking like what my life could look like and this is what it could be expected to look Mm -hmm. like and then you have that same comparison throughout your entire life right and And you just change and evolve mm -hmm. and grow and change is nature Mm -hmm. but if you release the attachment to Mm -hmm. what you feel like at your age it should look like or at your timeline it should look like or whatever it is Mm -hmm. that you're thinking Mm -hmm. you're comparing it to Mm -hmm. which how can we compare anything to the, the version that's right here in front of us feel like that's what it comes down to when I'm trying to let go of that yeah of it. exactly let me just be in this and see how I feel about this mm-hmm. and allow for it to surprise you you know mm-hmm. because when you're just accepting and surrendering really mm-hmm. to your timeline to the process really mm-hmm. of life and being okay with not knowing any of the answers, really, besides... But, you know, we were given free will. We were given free will. We could have been made robots. We sure could We have. can choose and make decisions. And based on those de- decisions, directs our life. We're oh, such yeah. an influential part in our life, too, that one decision could alter our whole life path. Oh, yeah. And it's a really beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out there is looking for um, a reading or some Reiki mm-hmm. or gift certificates for their friends or family members, yeah. um, questions about energy. questions about energy or dreams that you may have had, you know, the impact of just being aware of the energy mm-hmm. and how when we're more aware of it, it's going to only benefit you really Mm -hmm. because you'll have, it's almost like you're turning on a light switch and you can see the last corner of the room. Yeah. Do you really want to just pretend like that last corner doesn't exist because Mm -hmm. it's in the dark Mm -hmm. or can we turn the light on Mm -hmm. and welcome all of the four walls or the three walls or however many walls of Mm -hmm. life? You know what I mean? Exactly. Don't curse the darkness when all you have to do is turn on the light. Yeah. Yeah. And be willing to go into the dark. Yeah. To turn on the light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the light switch can't always be gotten to mm-hmm. from the outside. Yeah. Sometimes we can have a friend guide us in there, though. Mm-hmm. That's what we're kind of here for. I feel like yeah. we're, you know, our purpose to help people and to provide, not even in the way of helping people. Because sometimes I think helping people is helping yourself. Because, I mean, that just goes into, like, the oneness principle of, like, us all being one. But mm-hmm. also just that when you're better healed yourself, the that's going to show up better in mm-hmm. society, right? So healing ourselves means that we show up better, even if it starts with just for ourselves, mm-hmm. it then becomes for everybody. Absolutely. Some people, they start showing up for other people yeah. first. They actually show up for themselves last, No, right? that's wrong. It's so you sad. Can't, you they can't need to, do that. You, know, you need to definitely be there for yourself and, and, be number one for yourself so mm-hmm. that you can be there for others properly. Yeah, if you get bored with yourself, you got to figure out who you mm-hmm. are, right? Yep. Mm. It's tough, too. It's tough to separate yourself enough from other people and from other influences Yeah. to genuinely be in a space to experience fully so that you can know what you like Yeah. and what you actually definitely find joy in which it's it's not to say that you know it's less valuable when you find joy in things with other people mm-hmm. because we're social beings yeah, absolutely. we need people we need to be social and stuff like that but to to cultivate your own energy mm-hmm. you have to be alone 
yeah even meditating meditating exactly <laughs> like <laughs> yoga practice like right playing instruments for me mm-hmm. like i've been learning to play the guitar 100%. and like you know i've been practicing exactly with, you know with my with, with people like but i prefer actually mm-hmm. to do it alone yeah i prefer well at least just because i'm learning right now i don't it's a beautiful beautiful thing i like to play around by myself because mm-hmm. i actually like the energy that i put out the mm-hmm. playfulness that comes out within myself mm-hmm. when I'm with myself playing with an instrument. Yeah. It's like truly magical. It's like a, you go to this place and that just, and you go to that place to, I think it's an altered state of consciousness mm-hmm. and ASC. Mm-hmm. When you're in this place, you can, that's where you see people going into past life regressions. Mm. That's where you see people doing hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where hypnotherapy comes in. Mm -hmm. And um, that's that altered state of consciousness can be reached in so many different ways. Music is one of them. Meditation is another. Cooking can be another. Mm. Driving. You Mm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because all of a sudden you go to this place where you're relaxed. You're comfortable. You are connected with something. And it's so powerful. It's so beautiful. And it can be so recharging. Mm -hmm. It's where you can recharge like a battery. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Do you think, is that the same place as sleep? Sleep has different levels. Mm -hmm. And you do begin sleep in an altered state of consciousness. Mm -hmm. That's why I ask. Because I feel like Mm -hmm. that's something people are like, I don't do any of those things. I'm like, well, do you sleep? Yeah. (laughs) Do you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Because they might not play an instrument. They might not. Right. They might not do anything. Meditate. Right. But you sleep every night. Mm -hmm. And so you do go into that altered state of consciousness. That's where you can astro travel. That's where you... um, really open up your mind to other dimensions and other realms and other levels of spirituality. Mm. Yes, that is so interesting. And I feel like it would open the door to so many different little sub conversations and sub segments, which I would love to do, you know, I would love to dissect some more of those different things that you just mentioned. But I think we have some other stuff we'd like to talk about. So maybe we'll table those. And if you'd like to hear more about those topics, let us know. Let us know. You know, a question I had, though, when you were talking earlier, you talked about, um, I asked about rings, and then I started talking about Reiki, but I wanted to know, you said not on your middle finger. How come no rings on the middle finger? Or like, what do you know about jewelry and energy and stuff like that? I was always taught that wearing a ring on your middle finger obstructs energy to your body. It prevents an even flow of energy throughout your body. And each finger represents something different. But um, another thing that I was told, for example, pearls specifically, don't wear them if they're not your birthstone. I've always been taught and always, in my experience, not good luck. Mm-hmm. I know different crystals and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I love my crystals. I know that when I practice um, Reiki on people, I don't always have crystals around, mm-hmm. but I, I do tend to use them more for myself for energy healing. I find that crystals are kind of like, um, they're not like animals in that they have their own personalities, but I feel like they have their own energy that they attract and repel and they have 
properties that we can, when we're listening to them and when we're drawn to them, it's not always about knowing why you're drawn to it. It's about just honoring that you're drawn to it. Kind of like when an animal, like when you're, I don't know, when you're, I used to work at a shelter and animals used to come up to me and like need something from me or like give something to me or whatever. But like I would either pet them or they would Mm -hmm. want something or food, but like they're drawn to us for a reason. And Mm -hmm. when we're open to those reasons, sometimes it helps us enhance whatever we're trying to do. So it's not that crystals are going to make or break your meditation practice. They're not going to make or break any of our practices, but having the, and I like the visible intention as well, because when you have colors in your vision, then you can allow your intention to be directed around what that color is. So we know you talked about colors and you having meaning. So if I was trying to meditate on a certain type of energy, I'm going to go for a certain type of color and the crystals can help with that because they are colors and they're colors mean different things, but that's a very good point. Right. Julia, like, because like speaking of charging energies, the way you can charge yourself, you can charge crystals in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. And those charged crystals can really bring you a lot of really good positive energy. And depending on the type of energy you're looking to draw into your life, whether you need more, um, more uh, energetic energy, whether you need more peaceful energy, whether you need more calming energy, that's how you pick the color of the crystal or the stone. Mm. And whenever you're going to pick a crystal, I would always go in with some kind of intention Mm. because um, you can walk into a shop and if you do, Here's how you can tell how I've always been taught. You can choose a crystal that resonates with your energies. You hold the crystal, you hold the stone in your dominant hand, okay? And you hold your hand down by your side with the crystal in your hand. And you put out your non-dominant arm, out like a lo- like a plank. And you have someone or a store clerk or the friend you're shopping with push down on your arm. Mm-hmm. And how, let yourself feel, does it give you more strength when you go to push back against it? Mm. Does it make you feel weaker? And you'll be so surprised at the results. Mm -hmm. Just to paint the picture better for people, you have your dominant hand with the crystal in a fist at your side, like at your hip. Mm -hmm. And then your non-dominant hand, Mm -hmm. which for you is your left hand out in front of you, mm-hmm. also with a fist, mm-hmm. holding it at shoulder height with your arm fully extended. Mm-hmm. And you have someone with your with your palm facing down, have someone push down on the top of your hand, pushing your palm down and just giving it these pushes and seeing, mm-hmm. sometimes I close my eyes when I do it to exactly. fully just to see, see what the crystal, you know, the what energy. the right hand is giving you to see if the right hand is giving you anything. And if it's not really giving you anything, then, then it's not yeah. for and, you. Yeah, you and, you know, just, maybe you know, try another crystal. Exactly. And you shouldn't just mm-hmm. go through rummaging them and trying right. this. You should see which ones call out to you exactly. and then test them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you go shopping at the store. Right. Like you don't go to the store and pick up a bunch of dresses just randomly. You don't just like rummage through them and be like, oh, this isn't my size. This mm-hmm. one this one isn't even my color. I'm going to mm-hmm. pick this one up. Like you see what calls to you. Exactly. You see what you're feeling, mm-hmm. what you want to Oh, this use, resonates right? with, with the clothes. And, this, yeah, I, this is what I enjoy, like clothing. Mm-hmm. And colors are such an important part in that. They play such a key role in moods and feelings and mm-hmm. energies. For example, 
if you are walking in a store and something that is red stands out to you, maybe you're in an energetic mood. You have a lot of, of energy, good energy. If something green calls out to you in a store, maybe you're in experiencing growth. Green is growth. Or if something blue stands out to you, blue is balance. I think so also maybe things you're, you're comfortable balance. seeking mm-hmm. balance. I think also what you're comfortable what makes you feel comfortable. So what maybe mm-hmm. you're, you might be like, oh, I don't wear any of those colors. I only wear black because that's like my color and stuff like that. People feel like mm-hmm. they have their color. Your color is also your color because that's what makes you feel safest when you're wearing it. So yeah. there's probably something associated with that color, whether mm-hmm. it's just your favorite color. Like right. there's, there's a reason it's your favorite color. You weren't just born as a baby and exactly. like lose my favorite color, you know, like I think it also changes. I think my I think favorite so color too. changes based on my mood. A hundred percent. And there's, I mean, I can appreciate mm-hmm. all colors, but there's definitely times where I'm like seeing a color and it's just like, wow, that is just like so speaking to my soul right now. Mm-hmm. I think colors, you yeah. know, and they are energy, you know? Exactly. And color, reading, understanding colors plays a lot into being able to read auras. Mm. So one of the aura layers is representing your emotions. It's your emotional layer. And that layer color changes every minute second because mm-hmm. your emotions are changing every minute second you're thinking about one thing then you think about another thing you think about another thing and you're thinking about the next thing and so the colors change constantly i remember joking with my grandma what color is my aura now what color is my aura now what color is my aura now back when i couldn't really see auras mm-hmm. as brightly as i do now mm-hmm. i really i was like what color is it now and she said i don't know it keeps changing mm-hmm. so Um, I think that it's really important to understand colors and the role that they play in our lives. I totally agree. Yeah. And whether you, you know, weigh heavily into them or not, like there's, there's definitely truth to be told about colors. We used to have in the, um, I worked in a nursing home and they changed the colors of the scrubs to be uniform. So Mm. for the longest time you could wear any color, of scrubs, but they changed the rules and they wanted it to be so that you could tell which um, care provider was which. So the aides mm-hmm. would wear one color, the nurses would wear mm-hmm. one color, the physical therapists would wear a different color, the sanitation staff would wear a different color, the housekeepers, everybody, or the, the kitchen crew, like everybody had a different color. Mm-hmm. And they had to change, they made the physical therapy red. Wow. And they had to change their color. I think they changed it to like pink or gray. Wow. Because the the dementia patients were having way more aggression towards the wow. physical therapy staff than any of the other staff. <gasps> and they were like, this is crazy. Like, why are they so I'm I'm taking care of them and I'm wearing blue because the nurses wear blue. Mm-hmm. And blue is a calming color, you know. Right. So they're they're looking at the blue and the aides wore this teal green and it was very like pretty colors, you know, and like mm-hmm. red was also pretty, but it was making them agitated. Yeah, hundred percent. And it was so interesting how things like that, they do studies on colors mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and we know it's there's so truth powerful. to that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's subconscious we don't even realize that that's what's happening. That that's mm-hmm. why we're feeling what we're feeling or why something's happening. Mm-hmm. Like a bull. A mm-hmm. bull, you know, the red and the yeah. mm-hmm, red is just associated with high energy. Not always good. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I shouldn't say we shouldn't even label it good or bad because it's right. just high energy. The right. consequence of what happens with that energy could be mm-hmm. in either direction. Absolutely. But that's what stems from it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think um, 
you can use too, you know, if you've ever, I just painted my room. Sometimes mm-hmm. like a room could use like a freshen up with colors. Don't feel Definitely. so attached to something staying. It's very mm-hmm. comforting for us to be in the same environment, but I think something the the moves of what that can do for you when you come out of your comfort zone and you like recolor mm-hmm. your life, so to speak, you know? So I don't know if you're the feeling colors, like freshness, like I think yeah. a lot of people painted this this pandemic, you know, like, mm-hmm. it, which is a good thing, I think. I hope that's brought people out of this funk, hopefully, you know, at least some sort of funk that they were mm-hmm. needing a change and whatever that change catalyzed for them in the mm-hmm. rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the colors that we surround ourselves in, that we put in our environments, we absorb them on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Like, if you sit, in a yellow room, you're going to find yourself provoked in thought a lot more because yellow is a thinking color. Why do you think highlighters are yellow? Mm. It's um, wisdom and knowledge if you see it in a dream. Mm-hmm. So like if you find yourself surrounded by um, things that are purple, how you see like um spiritualists in movies portrayed dressed in purple or surrounding their offices in purple. It's a spiritual color. Mm-hmm. It, it's a connecting color. Mm-hmm. And um, if you surround yourself by that, it's, it's really hard for you not to absorb mm-hmm. the, the meaning behind the color. And when you know and understand the power of color, you can really use it to your advantage. Oh, I love that. Yes, definitely can. Mm-hmm. Just invites good things. Yes. <laughs> you know, if, you, if you're feeling sluggish one morning, put some red on. You know, give yourself a little energy. If you're feeling sick or you might not be feeling very well, put some orange on. Orange is a very healing color. Um, if you are wanting to block negativity, put some black on. Mm-hmm. Wear something black and that will help you preserve your energy like mm-hmm. a shield if you can envision that mm-hmm. so it's 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 so beautiful yeah i totally agree use this information to your advantage let colors help you you know yeah be open to absolutely. that i think sometimes you can notice when certain things are happening in your own like your own energy field mm-hmm. so if i can notice when i'm starting to maybe slip into a a more lower vibrational thought pattern Mm -hmm. and I say lower vibrational thought pattern because I mean like it's in it's self-inhibiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and it's not promoting my energy it's lowering my energy um maybe noticing that then I'm drawn to those different colors and using that to my advantage noticing when I'm like feeling drawn to certain colors to be like okay well you know I've been feeling kind of like I've been wearing a lot of black recently maybe it's Mm. I'm trying to protect myself maybe I also need like a bath or something maybe I feel like I need an energy cleanse Mm -hmm. or like I need some time to myself to like recharge 100% so noticing those signs maybe subconsciously our body and our mind are trying to talk to us Mm -hmm. when they're giving us those little cues which I say cues because I mean like that you can reflect on after a week, you know, mm-hmm. how, how am I doing this week? Let me think about, you know, if you're having a bad week, I like to have weekly touch-ins even if I'm not having a bad week. Exactly. And, and it's recognize important the to good do that. patterns too, right? Yes. Recognize what I've been doing to be on a good pattern. Like 
weekly check-ins are so important. I know you mentioned that your partner and you do that. And I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. Not even just like that you do it weekly, just that you do check-ins consistently. It's so important. And honestly, you have to be with someone who is open to doing that because mm. it's so healthy. It keeps communication open mm. and allows you to grow from there. There's there's room for growth if you can have open discussions like that. Mm. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really refreshing, honestly, oh, yeah. to have someone willing to do that with you and check in with you and you check in with them. Yeah. And it's not that you're responsible for their mental health. It's that you understand the support and the role that you play in your support system for each other. Yeah, absolutely. We need to recognize how important our support systems are for each other. We talk about it in like the medical field so much because people are typically going through some shit when they're in the hospital. Yeah. But people are always going through shit. All the time. Like, Everyone's not just going, going through, through shit when you're in the hospital, you know? Their like, own. Exactly. <laughs> everybody's going through shit right now. Mm-hmm. So our support systems are important. Like, don't, you know, make it seem like mm-hmm. A check-in is a is a red flag for somebody no. like that should you know it should be an mm-hmm. open level of communication and exactly. if you can't have those open levels of communication with mm-hmm. your partner then you need to find that with somebody because you need mm-hmm. that communication you need that support and people who live alone I feel like need that support mm-hmm. from like a friend or a family member that yeah. they can feel you know I feel like being single during a pandemic is probably one of the hardest things you can be doing right now as much as like I, I have know that a pers- things are hard, you know. I have a friend who Do really you know I mean? doesn't have much family, doesn't have very many friends, and this pandemic has thrown her into turmoil. Mm-hmm. She has been so I, I said get a get a pet. Yeah. Uh, to have some kind, and, and we that goes full circle back to when we were talking about energy and mm-hmm. the need to blend energies with people because that's who we are. The energy radiates off of us. And it goes about six feet mm-hmm. off of our body. And when that energy is not shared, we feel very deprived. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing a reading party the other um, week. And one of the clients asked me if I was getting tired towards mm-hmm. the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I told them honestly that I absorb the energy from every person that I've seen tonight. And mm-hmm. That energy affects me in a very positive way. It doesn't drain me of energy. It mm-hmm. fuels it. Mm-hmm. It helps to create it. It helps to manifest and help like what's replenish. already there to grow. Mm-hmm. Replenish, mm-hmm. renew, recycle, regrow. Like, Love all of those. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They cultivate. Cultivate. <laughs> 100%. Oh, love that word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's cultivate some energy together. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it makes me think of like what your grandma cultivated with her ability and her gift, really. She was quite a legend and I have some pretty big shoes to fill. She has documented so much of her work of the 50, 60 years that she was an international psychic. Will you introduce her for us, her full name and a little bit about her? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my grandmother was Bernice Golden. She, um, a lot of the work she did was homicides, narcotics, missing children. She has put over 80 bodies out of the ground, put over 200 prisoners behind bars, 
and helped bring closure to so many families and a lot of the work she did she never charged for yeah as like an intuitive counselor right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i don't know if people like psychic you know right (laughs) and honestly so much of her work she got into a lot of trouble in the beginning when she was starting to uncover a lot of these murder cases the fbi started to be very intrigued with the one named bernice golden because How could she possibly know where these bodies are? You had to have something to do with it. Mm -hmm. So they would take her into custody and question her. Tell us everything you know. How did you know? Why did you know? And you know what she would say? She said, oh, honey, just like I know, everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So beautiful. Mm Mm-hmm. And recently I found an old um, promotional book of hers that has a lot of her work Mm -hmm. documented and um, a lot of the stories that she used to tell me when I was a kid are on paper Mm -hmm. in front of me. And it's just, it's so crazy to think of how much time and work that went into her clients Mm -hmm. around the world oh my gosh yeah around the world international psychic and all of the work that she did she would just ask for airfare get me to where you have to where you need me Mm -hmm. get me to where you need me and you i'm not going to charge you Mm -hmm. because it's not about that it's Mm -hmm. a gift yeah it's a gift towards the end of her life she was doing more psychic readings um and you know, started to make a living off of that. And really, she goes by word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the psychics you see out there in the world now are very fake. I'm sorry to say Mm -hmm. they have a crystal ball in front of them and, you know, maybe are good at reading body language or maybe have manifested the gift because the gift really is in all of us. Mm -hmm. But when you overcharge for something that is not genuine it's really hurtful to all of the real psychics out there trying to make a difference Mm -hmm. um so we just we we are the best form of advertisement is word of mouth Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. give a reading to someone and they tell a friend how crazy that reading was and then they tell a friend and both of them were gonna want readings and that's how reiki's work that's exactly that's the most powerful seek out i don't advertise for reiki really because people can see Mm -hmm. what is genuine and what is not yeah that's that's about it i mean they can feel it too i think you can really like it's not about you know people are like you really believe that and i'm like it's not about believing it it's about feeling it like once you feel it for yourself and you see it for Mm -hmm. yourself and you just experience it for yourself it's Mm -hmm. like i'm so pro i know you were talking about how when you're a teacher, your your way of teaching is I'm going to teach you every single divot of this topic that mm-hmm. we're talking about and I'm going to give you all angles of how we can dissect this and I'm going to leave it up to you to make your decision on what you believe about this mm-hmm. information that we have mm-hmm. about this topic and I'm not going to be the judge exactly. of what is filtered for your education. I'm going to allow for your brain. Yep. I, I trust that your intuitive your brain can mm-hmm. formulate enough you know we we're so afraid to educate people because we don't want them to have their own opinions but 
like what we were <laughs> don't we want we that like did if we were and i say we because i mean exactly like the, the, the bigger the bigger thing that's, right the know, royal out we out there <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> full circle <laughs> it's important to educate fully mm-hmm. so that you understand there are more points of view than yours mm-hmm. and once you realize that you can make a sound decision based on all of the facts and not just some of them Mm -hmm. because it takes time to learn all the angles. You can't grow without learning different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And if we were not supposed to have free will, the ability to make choices, we could have been made robots. Mm -hmm. We could have been robots Mm -hmm. and we're not. We have the ability to choose and make decisions. Mm-hmm. And that sets us apart from every being on this planet. I mean, literally, whether we were created that way or whether we evolved that way, I don't think we can argue. I think it's a pretty sound conclusion that we have the ability to make choices. Everything is a choice. So yeah, you were saying continue. <laughs> yeah. No, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With those choices, everything around us gets made. Everything around us is shaped by the choices we make from the thoughts we think definitely to the actions we put to those thoughts Mm -hmm. and the ripple effect from there. Yeah. That's typically why I won't give readings to anyone 18 or younger because Mm. the decisions that they make in their life in that time frame can affect anything that I can say to them in a reading. Mm -hmm. You know, it's too, it's too crucial of a time and nothing is set in stone at that age because Mm -hmm. any decision you make, can change the whole course of your life. I think that's why, I mean, your grandma, I had many opportunities to get readings from her when I was, when we mm-hmm. were, you know, we've known each other for a long time. And I never felt at those times when I could do it. I was so young because we were in yeah, high school and right. I just didn't feel like it was something I would benefit from. It felt more harmful than good mm-hmm. because I knew that I needed to make those choices for myself as much as I wanted mm-hmm. the almost like advice or like mm-hmm. guidance or whatever. I knew it had wasn't to come the right from time. inside myself. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, this wasn't advice that should be given outside. It's something you had to it find within. It needed to be introspective decision-making. And that's something we continue yeah. to strengthen is mm-hmm. our internal decision-making yeah. abilities and trusting what we truly believe in ourselves. And that goes into our choices, how powerful they are, because that's, even if it's not, you know, a major life choice, it's going to affect you. Your, mm-hmm. your choices, although they will have a ripple effect to mm-hmm. other people, they're always stemming from you. Yeah. And they are a form of expression almost mm-hmm. too. Yeah, absolutely. How we believe and what we're choosing to make action out of and such. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your grandmother was such an inspiration as far as like, I feel like she really opened my eyes to so much at such a young age and has allowed for my spiritual journey to be I'm, I don't want to say accelerated, but not blocked. Mm. I don't think I have an accelerated experience as a human. Like, I don't want to mm. be like one of those people that's like, I have so much wisdom, but nothing to no. learn. Like, oh my gosh, I have so much to no, learn. No, exactly. But I feel like Everyone I've been very does. blessed by the people around me no. that have enabled the growth. Yeah, That have enabled 100%. those blockages to yeah. be moved and have believed mm. in me and my ability to self Yes, and that's a huge misconception with psychics Mm -hmm. because everyone wants to see a psychic because they have the answers or they'll see the future and they'll tell me how to fix this problem or they'll tell me when it will be over, you know, or when things will get better or when things will change. And 
ultimately I'm not God. Mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers. I don't know all of the problems that you have. I don't know how, all the ways to fix it. But at the end of the day, there's a part of me that allows a higher divinity to act through me and give back guidance that mm -hmm. sometimes doesn't even make sense to me, mm -hmm. but allows the person that I'm reading to understand it, even though I don't understand it, they will, and they work through it themselves. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with me. All I do is trigger thought for them to work on themselves. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like exactly what you did. Mm -hmm. You didn't go to her for guidance because that's not what you go to a psychic for. Mm -hmm. Psychic can't give you guidance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that you don't see every psychic telling people mm, they can clear the blockage mm -hmm. of the internal guidance. exactly <laughs> because it has to come with it within mm -hmm. it can't come from a psychic because a psychic is an external source it has to come within and a psychic sometimes can ignite that mm, it can that. trigger something it can um a psychic a medium can communicate with spirits and mm -hmm. i'm a psychic medium so maybe i can communicate with someone and say something that makes sense to the person i'm reading it makes no sense to me but it triggers them to maybe address something that they need to overcome mm. that will resolutions them. exactly it leads to a resolutions. psychic doesn't mm -hmm. give you that power we they help you find you it within yourself mm -hmm. you're an enable you're a healing enabler you know it's like we really like as much as we think we're clearing blockages we're not we're just giving the tools exactly. being conduit for the tools to mm -hmm. come through mm -hmm. to help heal mm -hmm. i mean think about when people are healing from grief you know yes. they need that that's what makes me think of right. when you're talking about talking about um people that are like spirits etc yeah there's unresolvedness there yeah. there's energy that is lingering and it needs to be let go of so it can be recycled mm -hmm. and yes. renewed exactly and come back to us again you know yeah. like it's our job to keep cleaning up our our energy and our lives and these traumas that have been passed down to us mm -hmm. because as much as our parents pass us genes they also pass us energy i feel mm -hmm. like and subconscious different things that they portrayed and it's not even like they pass it to us in their genes it's a learned behavior when you grew up with your parents you grew up with their traumas because you grew up with your parents living with their traumas. So if your parents didn't process that, then you are living with that and you need to process it. That was a big reason why I was able to help um, myself find my own confidence in my gift. Mm. I struggled with myself giving advice to people when half the time I don't know what I'm doing and mm -hmm. I used to convince myself you know if I don't know what I'm doing what am I doing giving other people advice but at the end of the day it doesn't come from me Amina mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. doesn't and once I came to that realization it really empowered me it connected me with something higher than myself I had to get out of myself out of my comfort zone and into that higher thinking mm-hmm yeah and practice with it mm -hmm. practice getting yeah. there practice listening to it mm -hmm. because like you said it's not about knowing everything it's about being open to receiving it and then mm -hmm. helping you know having the key to the proper door mm -hmm. for the proper person it's mm -hmm. like you know i could walk up and um people who think that they're can do no harm like you should mm -hmm. always know as an intuitive that you could mm -hmm. potentially do harm because 
not that you like could do, I don't want to say it like you could do harm. It's like a, you should always recognize the power that comes with your gift. Oh yeah. You know, it's not something to be I always used to say fucked around with. Right. You know, like we have to understand that it's not that you're, you shouldn't be scared about going around and hurting people. It's not like that, but you could give someone a, 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 a segment of information or a something that shifts inside of them mm-hmm. that could be internal turmoil for this person. And we have to understand how powerful the mind is mm-hmm. when it turns on us and stuff like that. Yeah. So like just as much as like, you know, it's just words, so to speak, and it's just energy, so to speak. And it's like, oh, that, that can't hurt me. But like it can shift things inside of you and you mm-hmm. should be prepared for um, the capacity of like that and respect it mm-hmm. and really just honor it. Yeah. My I when I was younger, I used to not appreciate my gift or my grandmother as much as I could have. Mm-hmm. And um, the little hints of reminder that she's still around me really helped to fuel my drive to continue the work that she has started. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing it for so many years. She has created such a foundation mm-hmm. that um, has the ability to grow. I really think that her work has inspired me on a new level since her passing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, I, I know before we started recording, I showed you her promotional book and I asked you if you had ever seen it. And I'm so grateful that I found it. It has brought to life all of the stories that she's told me since childhood. And when I was little, they sounded like stories. And to see the newspaper clippings, to see the headlines, to see the letters of recommendation in her name of just pure gratitude and admiration is just empowering empowering mm-hmm. she left such a legacy she has helped so many people mm-hmm. like you said oh my gosh so many people have been touched by her and really like you said it's not really her they've mm-hmm. just been they've been open to her gift exactly and have healed with her gift mm-hmm. and, and made a, good of that yeah a big part of her work was very hard to grapple with because she foresaw so many events that could have been prevented. And in her book, um, there are many articles of incidences where she predicted an explosion in a building. I think one of them was a Kodak building. Mm. It was a chemical explosion. Mm -hmm. And um, it could have been prevented. Mm -hmm. It's really sad when you can prevent something Mm -hmm. and no one will listen to you. Yeah. And she tried. She tried to. We'll, she tried. We'll get into. So um, we're excited to share some of these newspaper clippings and some of the, um, I don't want to say evidence, but like documentation of the work that your grandmother did. Yeah. And it's it's physical documentation. So we have to show it to you. So we're going to record separate from the podcast, show you some of the clips and tell you some of the stories behind the newspaper articles, you'll be able to read the articles, but you'll mm-hmm. also hear the inside scoop from Amina about 
those stories and we'll kind of get into some of the ones that are kind of close to home too. Mm-hmm. We found some that were from New York, from around here and then from Grand from Island. Wide. Yeah. yeah, there's so many interesting mm-hmm. things in there. So we picked out some juicy ones for you and that we'll talk about in the video. Yeah, so leave us a comment of what kind of material you're most interested in and we'd love to cater to you, the viewers, um, because there is just so much of her work in this book questions about any of the things we Mm -hmm. talked about in the episode anything we talk about or we're going to talk about in the video um you know anything about energy about bernice's work yeah she has written two books yeah she has books um a mile in a psychic shoes Mm. and she's written a book about poetry mm. not about poetry a book of poetry excuse me i wish we could and interview her ourselves but you know, I know. maybe we will <laughs> yeah, let's put some candles to together <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that'd be a great episode let's mm. do that i'd love to record that too yes this ritual we'll oh, okay. call it okay. um it has been very effective for me and my family i have used it to communicate with other family members and it's a pretty direct line of mm. communication. Um, I know the most famous, the most common is a Ouija board, mm-hmm. but a Ouija board has never been welcomed into my homes or my family mm. because of the ability to invite negative spirits. Mm-hmm. This ritual is more accurate, more convenient, it is safer mm-hmm. and easy. Yeah. Quite frankly, it's just, you know, I I think that Ouija boards are so complicated. Yeah. And, you know, being safe while using it. Yeah. It's, it's so... I mean, if people are going to mess with spirits mm-hmm. in their own time and their own energy anyway, like you're saying, with things like Ouija boards, with things like whatever they find on the internet, mm-hmm. um, I think the least we can do is try to provide them with advice on what not to do. <laughs> And show don't them a it. safe way <laughs> well, with the Ouija board. Yeah, don't use it. Yeah, don't use the Ouija safe board. Safe ways but, to connect with you know, different energies if they're, try- if they're trying yeah, to do that. You if know you're what trying I mean? to communicate with someone specifically, mm-hmm. I'll give it to you. It's great. I would love to give you this information, yes. but we will. We, it's going right. to be free information, but it's just going to yeah. be in the video so that, you know. You got it. I would love for them to join us over there. Yes. Thank you so much for this wonderful conversation. I've had a blast. I always love where our conversations go. They can go anywhere. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, and thank you for giving me a platform to continue my grandma's legacy and um, share her stories mm-hmm. and, you know, keep her alive in a sense. Mm, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you, Is there anything else you want to share? Yes. Um, if anyone is looking for more information about readings or reading parties or gift certificates or any kind of spiritual connection with the beyond, any kind of dream interpretations or healing sessions, I can be reached through email at Mina, M-I-N-A, gold, like the color, 14739 at gmail.com. I'm also on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. So feel free to reach out to me on those platforms as well. And we'll link in there her email, her Instagram, 
and how to get a hold of her. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast already. I know it's kind of a small community, but it's growing and we appreciate you for being here. So thank you so, so much. Thank you, Julia. Mm, Oh, thanks. (laughs) Spending your time with (laughs) us and cultivating this energy with us. I hope you could feel it in the episode, some of the energy that was going on here. And like we said, we would love for you to join us in the video when that is released. It might be up. um, It might take me some time to edit that. So please be patient as we navigate that, but we will share all those stories and all of that goodness with you hopefully soon. And I hope you have a blessed and wonderful rest of your day, evening, week, whatever time you listen to this.